Patrick Fendaro here with Franchise Finding Season 2. Together with my brother Jack, we're going to be going through some of the largest franchises as well as up-and-coming franchises to see if they're a good investment. We look at the franchise costs, the revenue, historical profits, failure rate, and other really important metrics to consider before investing in a franchise. So if you're looking to buy a franchise or think about a startup or an existing business, listen to our podcast as with little time, you'll be able to evaluate a franchise is the right entrepreneurial path for you. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Franchise Brokers Association, also known as FBA. They provide custom guidance for franchise buyers in the US. FBA has over 100 certified franchise specialists as part of their network currently working with 350 plus franchise brands. Click the link in the description section to learn how they can help you find the right franchise. Did you know that there are over 2000 Planet Fitness franchises across the United States? This New Hampshire brand has grown quite a lot since it was founded back in 1992. Um, we're gonna go through the franchise costs, a little history about the Planet Fitness brand, and to see if it might be a good opportunity to pursue, especially for those fitness enthusiasts. Um, so it was really the first gym to bring the judgment-free zone philosophy, which, you know, this is going back to 1992. You can imagine a lot of gyms and fitness studios in 2022 have that ethos, but back in 1992, it was very different um, in terms of gym culture and, and how people worked out and the environment that they worked out. So they really brought that culture to gyms in the United States through their facilities. And that has really created a strong culture that people continue to go back to uh, on the consumer level, the customers that go, and then the employees like it, the owners like it. So they created a very strong culture um, that has expanded not just in the United States, but also into Canada, the Dominican Republic, Panama, Mexico, and, and Australia over the last 30 years. So again, it was founded in 1992 uh, by Michael and Mark Grundahl. Uh, they bought a struggling gym franchise um, in New Hampshire, uh, Gold's Gym, uh, which has had big financial issues over the past few years, uh, and later changed its location and began spreading uh, throughout Florida. So very different than the Gold's Gym that they acquired and, and, and eventually uh, shut down, rebranded as Planet Fitness. Gold Gym's focus on that enthusiast, uh, Muscle Beach, Venice Beach style, folks that are lifting heavy weights, where Planet Fitness was more your everyday uh, American that wanted to work out in the gym, maybe get a little more tone, maybe have a break from, from, from uh, your husband or wife, kids, uh, break from the office. Planet Fitness attracted a very different uh, consumer than those that were typically going to a gym in the early 90s, a Gold's Gym or another gym where it was really more enthusiast. So they went after having um, the average American, uh, first time users, having them feel comfortable in the atmosphere and that really paid off. They hired a CEO pretty early on, Chris Rondeau, to run their first gym while he was still in college. Uh, and they've been growing even throughout now, fast forward 30 years later to the, you know, we're just getting out of a pandemic here. They continue to grow, open up 100 locations, uh, over 100 locations per year over the last three years. So they continue to grow um, and 
the investment amount though is a little high. It starts at about a million and goes all the way up to $4.5 million. And what I don't like about their fees, the royalties are, are, are pretty fair, the marketing fee, but you have to basically change the whole space again and get all new equipment every few years. So it's a huge capital expense um, that if you don't have the financing capability and you're not really on top of the business, that that can really that can kind of sneak up on you, um, and I don't like that it's such an asset-heavy business that's going to require not just an initial capital investment but ongoing capital investment um, in the equipment and replacing the equipment, maintaining the equipment, and then also the the remodeling of the space that you're going to have to do every few years, mandated by the franchisor. So with all that considered, we estimate the payback period if you're investing at the midpoint investment amount at $3 million, it taking well over 10 years to recoup your capital. So what that tells me is those that are opening up Planet Fitness could be using a lot of leverage. Maybe they also own the location and they might be benefiting from developing their, their, their gym and selling the, the real estate to a private investor or a REIT. Uh, I don't know how, I don't get how the financials really work when you look at owning that gym for over a 10 year period, unless you're using a lot of leverage and you, you increase your cash on cash return or that you're benefiting some way through, through the real estate, um, development and then selling that, that real estate. I still haven't found that fitness franchise that gives a, a very strong return. We generally see whether it's orange theory F 45. Uh, hot works, these new fitness concepts, the return taking at least five years from the time you sign the franchise agreement, make the investment, open up and start getting your full return on investment back. So fitness, I'm still waiting to see that fitness brand that really gets me excited. I haven't seen many. There, there are a couple diamonds in the roughs, um, but overall it wouldn't be my first category to explore if I was looking to get an entrepreneur entrepreneurship and yes, it's great if you really like the gym, but just beware that maybe you might need to focus on making more money. Um, and the gym can be something that you do on the side. I hope you liked this episode. Feel free to shoot me an email at Patrick at vettedbiz.com. If you'd like us to review some other fitness concept or any other franchise for that matter. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. If you found today's learnings helpful for your entrepreneurial endeavors, I encourage you to follow us on our Vetted Biz YouTube channel. Also, our podcast episodes are available on every major podcast network. This includes Spotify, Google, and Apple. For Apple Podcasts, you can actually leave us up to a five-star rating and also give comments to see what type of feedback you'd like to see for future episodes. If you prefer, email me at patrick at vettedbiz.com with any questions, feedback, or suggested topics for future podcast episodes. Thanks again for listening today.